Welcome to Almost Here, Around the Corner of Future Technology Podcasts with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies poised to transform our lives for better or worse are the focus of this podcast. Almost Here means these technologies are now here and starting to be used, or just around the corner, from Bitcoin to artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. Coming to Dallas, Texas, September 14th, 15th, and 16th, 2018, the Blockchain and Future Tech Expo. This is going to be a gigantic conference of over 5,000 people. We're going to be talking about blockchain and its applications. We're going to be talking about quantum computing, cybersecurity, artificial intelligence, and several other future technologies that are poised to and actually changing our lives as we speak. Here's why you should attend. As you may know, early adopters are the ones that investigated and profited from things like the gold rush in the 1800s, from the dot-com boom in the 1990s, from the internet boom in 2005, from the smartphone explosion in 2007, from the real estate boom that ended in 2008, and of course, from the Bitcoin boom that started in 2012. Early adopters act now. They don't wait till later. They go out west first, and their covered wagons, they find the biggest gold nuggets. If you consider yourself an early adopter and you want to find the biggest nuggets, then you owe it to yourself to attend this upcoming conference. Blockchain is going to affect how we control and store our medical data, how we send money around the world, how we bank, and more. But artificial intelligence, quantum computing, and cybersecurity will play a pivotal role in our lives as well. And that's why our next event, September 14th to the 16th at the Dallas Convention Center, is going to have not only 5,000 plus attendees, but will showcase blockchain, AI, cybersecurity, quantum computing, and more. You want to get in on the coming gold rush of future tech and opportunity as an early adopter. Don't be left out. To register, go to bftexpo.com. That's blockchainfuturetechexpo.com. Thank you. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Future Tech Podcast. I'm your host, Juliet Lamar, and I have with me on the line Christoph. Reminesc. He is the founder and CEO at One Versage. Hello and welcome, Christoph. Hello, Juliette. Uh, so good afternoon. So uh, yeah, happy to join today and uh, yeah, exchange with you. Absolutely. This is a very exciting company. Uh, so why don't you give us an overview of what you do there? All right, so uh, One Visage, in a nutshell, we are a young uh, Swiss-based cyber security company. And so we founded the company in 2013 and started to, say, develop. Well, we envisioned at that time that the future will be, say, about 3D facial biometry uh, to, um, yeah, to better say, protect uh, and users, but also service providers. So uh, back in 2013, uh, 3D facial biometry uh, wasn't uh, there, or say, uh, wasn't say embedded into smartphones, right? And uh, so we decided, right, to develop the technology by ourselves. And uh, at some point, so we <laughs> we are the inventor of say 3D facial biometry, so 3D facial authentication running on both Android and iOS, uh, in the sense that we presented the very first solutions right to the market uh, back in uh, February 2015 on Android, 
and uh, roughly so four months, five months uh, before Apple uh, on iOS, right before the announcement of uh, Face ID uh, with iPhone 10. Wow! And so you work at all the facial recognition, biometry recognition of faces specifically, yes? Yeah. So so on our on our hand, uh, we. Uh, again, we, we envision that 3D facial biometry will do provide a uh, superior uh, protection for uh, consumers and users, but also say service providers, uh, whatever their business uh, and the vertical. And we um, uh, we in fact it 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 was not uh, so surprising on our hand because we if you really analyze. Uh, all the authentication modalities, uh, I mean, back again to uh, to a few years ago, uh, you would have uh, realized that, in fact, uh, there were a couple of criteria that uh, weren't say, satisfying for end users or service providers. Uh, either the user experience uh, wasn't that strong, or, say, the, the security uh, wasn't that good, or uh, the solution wasn't uh, really universal, or it was too expensive. So basically, these are the main criteria that uh, say, yeah, at some point uh, encouraged us right to develop that technology. And uh, well, it looks like uh, yeah, <laughs> a big company in Silicon Valley made the same analysis like us, right? <laughs> And uh, yeah, unveiled and and pushed also uh, yeah, three D facial biometrics. So why why three D facial biometrics? Is this more secure? And do you see this is where our security is going to be going in the future? Okay, so um, well, we we may we may discuss right and and exchange uh, quite a long time on this right, but in a sense. Um, uh, 3D facial biometry is one of the say, rare biometric modality where you can push the technology right to superior levels of security. Uh, so in other words, uh, to um, greater level of uh, levels of accuracy. And uh, so clearly, you can uh, you can have uh, you can reach force match uh, error uh, in the magnitude of uh, one uh, in uh, one hundred thousand, or even uh, one in one million, uh, or even higher. Um, uh, <clears throat> so, which is not necessarily the case with other uh, biometry. Uh, but it's also a matter of cost. So what I'm saying is, at the end of the day, it's all about finding out uh, the most, or say, uh, the best balance uh, situation. If um, taking into account the user experience, the security, and um, the well, the universality and the cost. And if you take into account those the four criteria I mentioned before. Uh, you will see that 3D facial biometry uh, is allowing you right to to get well. This is our uh, at some point this is what we are claiming uh, to get the best balance situation uh, solution right in the market. Um, well, in our case again, um, I, I underline that we are providing uh, 3D facial biometry to end users. Um, to virtually and potentially say more than three billion 
smartphones or tablet uh, users uh, in the market in the sense that in our case, we are totally say, agnostic to any hardware or specific camera, specific sensor or whatever. So it just runs on your regular uh, smartphone or tablet, right? Regardless if it is iOS or Android. Um, so it means also that so clearly by, by definition, our uh, approach solution is uh, at some point uh, probably one of the most universal, not to say uh, uh, the, one, the one coming with the most universal uh, approach in the market. And uh, in terms of cost, as it is purely software-based, right, we are, to give you an indication, we are clearly in the magnitude uh, of the price of uh, password-based solutions. And in terms of user experience, uh, it's, uh, we believe that our uh, approach is also quite simple and, and very easy for the user because it just consists for you to make a short video selfie by moving your head on left and right. Uh, it's just just take, yeah, in average, two, three seconds maximum. And then we are reconstructing on the fly a 3D model of your face and comparing it right to a, a reference, mod, reference model that has been securely stored at enrollment to verify if it is uh, you or not. So yeah, uh, we, uh, we believe that uh, it's, a, it's a very powerful uh, say modality and, and uh, our solution is, is very powerful in the sense that it is uh, really flexible, can be installed, uh, as I said before, on, uh, on many devices out there uh, in a simple way for an integrator, right? With just a piece of code to integrate into a mobile application, basically. And for the end user, it, it just consists in performing a video selfie. So, yeah, uh, so far, uh, even today, compared to other biometric modalities, such as, for example, fingerprint, uh, based on the, um, the reports that we, we have, uh, that we know, uh, as far as we know, yeah, as of uh, January uh, 2018, you still have uh, uh, nearly, say, 50-55% of uh, smartphones uh, produced uh, out there, uh, which are coming, which are integrating a fingerprint sensor. So you are still, yeah, quite far away from having a universal solution uh, as uh, say you are only reaching more or less say 50% of uh, mobile device owners out there. And uh, yeah, the other modalities, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, voice, we know that some progresses have been performed, but you've got some important limitations regarding the use cases you can address with voice. Uh, and I know about what I'm talking about because I'm coming from the telecommunication industry, so I spent more, nearly more, <laughs> around 10 years right in, in that, uh, in that uh, industry. So, uh, yeah, you've got m quite many limitations, right, in terms of use cases you can address with voice. Um, and uh, iris, you will need a specific sensor. And uh, so far, as far as I know, there are just few uh, mobile devices which are equipped with uh, an iris sensor uh, in the market. Um, and uh, yeah, basically other modalities. I mean, yeah, they are not uh, uh, well, not not really uh, not really adopted for the moment in the market, right? I'm thinking to other modalities such as uh, uh, palm vein or face vein or 
this kind of things for the moment. Uh, it is, uh, I mean, in terms of market share, I mean, it doesn't exist for the moment, really. So, um, yeah, we, uh, and what we see is uh, clearly is that the 3D facial biometry is, uh, is gaining uh, visibility and, uh, and interest in the market. So, yeah, this is, this is what we are saying. Uh, it's so incredible and, and useful. I feel like this is going to be so much easier for the user just to use a facial recognition instead of having to do a fingerprint or code or whatnot. Yeah, I mean, well, in our case, uh, we, we are a company where, well, in our DNA, uh, we, we founded that company, right, to better protect uh, users, consumers, and service providers. And uh, so security is definitely one of our uh, key differentiators. Um, what, I ca what I could say is if you really, uh, say, analyze, right, and and uh, and uh, dig into the details, right, uh, and perform a complete analysis about uh, the global security, right, of uh, common mod biometric modalities out there. Uh, you will see that in fact, a fingerprint uh, for the moment, uh, I mean, based on on the, the current technologies, right, that, that exist in the market, uh, or that are available, right, on, on smartphones and tablets so far. Um, you will see that, in fact, you can spoof them uh, relatively easily. So you don't necessarily need to be a super expert. Uh, there, uh, there is a couple of uh, different say, tips and tricks you can find out on the Internet, right, to, to really uh, yeah, trick a fingerprint system uh, yeah, in, in the magnitude of uh, an hour or even, say, minutes. Uh, again, necessarily uh, without necessarily being an expert. As an example, um, if I remind well, I think it is the uh, University of Michigan who demonstrated that by using uh, 20 uh, mean uh, fingerprint templates, because at the end of the day, uh, all humans have a kind of a common fingerprint, right? Uh, so by using 20 uh, mean templates, uh, you've got 60. 67% of chance, right, to uh, to unlock uh, a smartphone. So it means that we, a fraudster or bad guy, even uh, don't need, right, to to capture your your real fingerprint on a glass or uh, equivalent medium, right, uh, by just downloading some 20 mean templates uh, and stealing your mobile device, you can access it. Um, so yeah, this is this kind of things that. Uh, where typically there is a serious misunderstanding and, and uh, I would say, uh, under-evaluation uh, in the market. And, and in our case, One Visage, this is where we are positioning ourselves. Wow. And, you know, this type of technology can be used in, in other areas, not just for mobile phone and tablet security and computer security. It could be used, you know, in in solving crimes on video footage, you know, if you can't quite see who someone is, maybe use a biometric scanner to map their face. Is that some, is that the future of maybe what this company could do? <laughs> yeah, thanks for asking the question. So you're absolutely right. <clears throat> uh, we, uh, that technology, in fact, is, uh, is clearly, it's a universal solution. So it can address nearly an unlimited number of uh, use cases and verticals, whatever it is, I mean, financial services, uh, border controls, uh, health, 
uh, e-commerce, um, transportation, everything. Um, so, so yeah, uh, in our case, uh, what I can say and disclose is, of course, we 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 are uh, we won't stop there. So we are now uh, say working on say porting our technology on uh, other platforms. So uh, to to be crystal to be clear, sorry, uh, to port our technology on uh, Windows 10, so Windows laptop, so that uh, we will be able right to address uh, new use cases like uh, say onboarding uh, or opening say bank accounts directly from home or uh, your desk right in your office by just using your laptop, right? Or, um, yeah, maybe, for example, uh, giving you some, uh, I don't know, for example, uh, insurance, uh, say, enabling you, for example, uh, yeah, insurance uh, recovery services. Just a, a simple use case to illustrate what can be done. Um, let's, let's imagine, right, you are traveling, um, say, in a country, and for any reasons, right, you get stolen or hijacked or whatever. And uh, yeah, you get stolen your mobile device and wallet, extra. So you can imagine, right, going back uh, to the hotel and uh, connecting to a, to a service, right, well, using the, the laptop right in the hotel and uh, connecting to a specific uh, web page provided by your insurer. And uh, in that case, uh, you can uh, easily, I mean, the insurer, I mean, the system can can easily perform a 3D facial recognition on your face, right? To really verify it is you in a very accurate way, and then uh, the system can uh, automatically, right, wire transfer I don't know two thousand, three thousand dollars to you, right, to the closest bank uh, nearby, and then you can buy or purchase a new uh, smartphone uh, to the to the closest shop. And by downloading the application from uh, the store, uh, maybe, I mean, provided by the insurer on the store, then maybe you can recover everything and be able again to make some payments or whatever. So we, we believe this will be, this will open uh, again a new generation of uh, use cases and, and at some point uh, commodities, right, for, for end users. So it, it's just the beginning of the story. <laughs> Absolutely. And it's I, I never even thought about the use case that you just mentioned about, you know, if if you get taken or abducted in some way and, and being able to find all your things again just by using your, your face. If you have nothing, you still have your face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because at, at the end, right, well, in our case, uh, we, we provide a technology where, uh, I mean, we've got a quite very good accuracy with, uh, well, with, uh, with your face in 3D. Uh, and we, so far, uh, based on, well, uh, tests made by, by our customers and our, well, the tests we, we conducted in our labs, uh, we never reached the point where we were able to, uh, to spoof it with a 2D picture, animated or not, uh, or, say, a video. Uh, grab on the internet or grab with perfect conditions, extra. So it, it's. I'm not saying that our solution right in 100% safe because any biometric system will never be able to guarantee you 100% of safety. So this is a wrong message. But I'm, what I'm, what we are saying is we are putting right uh, the barrier to the next level uh, to fraudsters and bad guys. Wow. And 
in your research, I mean, how often do faces change? Your face, your face will gradually change over the years. Um, and sometimes people's faces change more or less. Uh, how often do you need to update or keep updating well, your, your facial profile? Yeah. So our uh, technology integrates, uh, well, in fact, uh, a couple of uh, machine learning engines, right? And uh, in a nutshell, we are, uh, each time you are authenticating and the system uh, evaluates that you performed uh, a good verification, right? Uh, at some point, you get a good matching score. Uh, we are, say, uh, automatically recording uh, some parameters about uh, this new capture that uh, will be recorded into a kind of uh, into a kind of uh, history right uh, so that the system is uh, as long as you are using the system relatively regularly right will take into account those minor changes happening on your face day after day, week after week, month after month. After month. Um, in our case, we, we are completely agnostic, say, to or, well, any, say, makeup or, uh, say, I mean, the color skin or, uh, say, the, the way you are performing your video selfie. So we, we are completely agnostic, well, quite completely agnostic to the perspective or any perspective effect that you may have with your mobile device and we are also uh, agnostic to uh, to men uh, having uh, birds right <laughs> and for for men having mustache well we uh, well as long as you register with a mustache right so if you decide to uh, uh, if you keep your mustache right so i mean so uh, it, uh, it will be transparent for our system if you to if you decide to make it growing, <laughs> uh, it won't be again a problem uh, because we've got this uh, machine learning engine. Uh, however, uh, if you decide right to cut it off right and you are uh, having a big mustache and uh, the day after uh, you cut you cut off everything, uh, in that case, yeah, it is likely you will have to register again because again our, our system is. Uh, quite accurate. <laughs> so, uh, but we believe this shouldn't be a big issue, right? Because uh, registration, uh, I mean, enrollment or any, say, uh, profile update, uh, in average, will take between 10 and 20 seconds end to end. So we believe it's, it's pretty good. Excellent, excellent. What is the best place for people to find out more about your company and uh, potentially get set up with your technologies? Um, yeah, uh, this I have to clarify. So um, we are um, we are uh, we've got a B two B. We are selling B two B, right? So uh, we are not selling directly to customers. So we are only selling our technology to uh, integrators. I mean, financial services integrators cyber security integrators, and digital identity uh, management uh, solution providers integrators. Um, so, I mean, if somebody inter is interested in our technology, uh, so best thing is, uh, well, to visit our website or to drop us an email by, uh, yeah, uh, by, contact, by using uh, info at uh, onevisage.com. 
And uh, yeah, then we'll be more than happy right, to discuss with you and exchange and uh, learn more about uh, your requirements and uh, yeah, business case. Wonderful. Well, Christophe, thank you so much for joining us here today and for letting us into all the exciting new technologies that are coming along with uh, 3D facial recognition. Yeah, yeah. so thanks, uh, thanks for, so for yeah, uh, uh, giving, giving us a chance right, to, uh, to give more info about uh, yeah, 3D facial biometric, uh, yeah, biometric technology and uh, more about the uh, company. So thanks a lot. Thanks Absolutely. A lot, well, that was Christophe Remier, and he is the founder and CEO at One Visage. This has been Juliet Lamar with Future Tech Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Coming to Dallas, Texas, September 14th, 15th, and 16th, 2018, the Blockchain and Future Tech Expo. This is going to be a gigantic conference of over 5,000 people. We're going to be talking about blockchain and its applications. We're going to be talking about quantum computing, cybersecurity, artificial intelligence, and several other future technologies that are poised to and actually changing our lives as we speak. Here's why you should attend. As you may know, early adopters are the ones that investigated and profited from things like the gold rush in the 1800s, from the dot-com boom in the 1990s, from the internet boom in 2005, from the smartphone explosion in 2007, from the real estate boom that ended in 2008, and of course, from the Bitcoin boom that started in 2012. Early adopters act now. They don't wait till later. They go out west first in their covered wagons. They find the biggest gold nuggets. If you consider yourself an early adopter and you want to find the biggest nuggets, then you owe it to yourself to attend this upcoming conference. Blockchain is going to affect how we control and store our medical data, how we send money around the world, how we bank, and more. But artificial intelligence, quantum computing, and cybersecurity will play a pivotal role in our lives as well. And that's why our next event, September 14th to the 16th at the Dallas Convention Center, is going to have not only 5,000 plus attendees, but will showcase blockchain, AI, cybersecurity, quantum computing, and more. You want to get in on the coming gold rush of future tech and opportunity as an early adopter. Don't be left out. To register, go to bftexpo.com. That's blockchainfuturetechexpo.com. Thank you. You have been listening to Almost Here, Around the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast, post a review, to discover more future technologies that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse, such as Bitcoin, artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more.